Welcome to another episode of All About PR. I'm your host, Tarun Chitradhan. If you're tuning in for the first time, on this podcast, we speak to experts from the field of PR and communication from across the world and bring you interesting conversations from it. In PR, we rely on effective communication from all ends of the spectrum to earn a bread and butter. Yet, there are more than a few slips that happen along the way. Some we catch in time, others we really don't, and it's fine because it's humanly impossible to be perfect all the time, else we would all be robots. However, what if we had a list of communication mistakes to avoid? Would that not be a list that you would want? Today, we have with us Neha Mishra, who will talk to us about five communication mistakes to avoid and help us understand the nuances of effective communication and mistakes to avoid from a PR lens. Neha brings an experience of more than a decade in the field of corporate communication and marketing within FMCG and hospitality industry. Today, she's a successful business coach who specializes in competency development through coaching, mentoring, and training organizations and individuals under her brand Neha Talks and Epinomi Consulting. And when you start creating, it doesn't just stop at one. She's also the creator of an open stage platform called as the Mic Talk, where people can express themselves openly, improve their self-confidence and communication capabilities. How cool is that? So let's welcome Neha Mishra to join us. Welcome Neha, welcome to All About PR. Thank you so much for joining us. My pleasure. Thank you so much for having me here. I'm joining you from Pune and I believe it's raining in Bangalore and in Pune simultaneously. So what a lovely weather. Yes, we shall enjoy the weather together. So before we get started and delve into this very interesting subject, what has your professional journey been like so far? Okay, great. So it's continuing to be a bumpy ride. And I think I started my entrepreneurial journey of just a few years before COVID hit. And that's when I left hotels and I was with hotels and the comms team for quite a long time and leadership positions and so on and so forth. And then when I moved, I decided to enter into the training and development field and specializing into the area of communication. Quite a diverse thing here and there, but I think I found many common connections and we can talk about that some other day. So when I started from there, COVID hit and I was just trying to find my little place. I started as a solopreneur and then started growing slowly and eventually I was still testing waters. I mean, think about it. You are still testing waters and COVID hits. Come back to question and you are in shambles. And that's exactly what happened with me. But I think the best part from then to now is that I think I have seen something what people see after 15 years or so of their experience of their entrepreneurial journey. I've seen most of those things in a very short span of time. And that has made me more resilient and more ready for the crisis. And think about it, a PR communication person preparing everyone else for crisis and crisis plans, etc., and not ready for one by themselves. So I think, I think it's been exciting. It's been really nice. And I'm looking forward to many more years to come. That's awesome to hear. When you become an entrepreneur, the kind of crises that you deal with are very different from when you're actually working for someone. So, you know, what prompted you to become an entrepreneur in this field? What was your Eureka moment? Tarun, you're asking me such a strong question, you know, my Eureka moment and so on and so forth. But, you know, I will, I will like disrupt the fun a little bit by saying that it was not at all a Eureka moment for me because the company that I joined when I moved from Bangalore to Pune 
decided to shut down and was a huge huge and i would of course not mention about it but it was a huge organization and when it did shut down i was in fact in a belief that i will get a job wherever i want and although it had just been a year and a half that i moved to pune and it, it was a time when i really thought i i can go places and i can do this and that and i was very hopeful but you know that's exactly where i'm getting that not every entrepreneurial journey starts with an intent to be an entrepreneur an intent to have a a 50 people 100 people team or so on and so forth sometimes it just happens to you and sometimes you realize that when things are not going in your way how can you be a little more experimental more of a self believer to be able to test waters like i said a while back so for me it was more about testing waters checking it out trying my own potential going back to the drawing a board and understanding what are the other aspects of my personality because you know hotels spoil you and 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 they spoil <laughs> you so much that you feel it's just you and and you know everything revolves around you and i was living in that myth in that utopia and it really got me into a place where i had to rethink redefine and i i take a lot of pride in it that when i redefine although i did not know that this is something i'm going to continue but then from that moment to now at least i'm today confident that if a few years down the line i don't enjoy this anymore feel is not going in the right direction i know that i can still pick up myself from that place and rediscover some other part of me which i don't know yet or i'm not focusing on as yet that's the beauty of my entrepreneurial journey i think that's the beauty of entrepreneurship as a field so when did it hit you you know when did you realize that i am an entrepreneur you know i'm doing this on my own oh. <laughs> there are many moments i i love the laugh that you have at the other end because you know this exactly right like now when people are trying to pull you through all corners you realize you are all on your own when people are looking up at you and sometimes calling you up and saying that hey i mean you know look at you you were there we are still working for somebody else and you just did it all by yourself that's when you realize it's happening when there are employees who are looking up to you for your mentorship and asking you for advices growing having that pride on their shoulders that they work with you that's when you realize that you're an entrepreneur and then at the end of the day i mean this is a little bit of a vanity but when you see that you are still feeding a few of the families you know you're an entrepreneur even if in whatever level that is awesome and it's a proud moment so Let's shift this conversation to the field of communication. The field of communication I believe has gone through a sea shift of change in the past two decades. What has your observation on the industry been like? I think you are one of the few people within the industry who has who's who's at the intersection of so many I would say circles, conversations that you would be the right person to answer this question. Thank you for <laughs> making me believe that I come from that era and and rightly said so you know i remember going back 15 years almost 15 years back we used to make media list and with the name of the journalist and content writers feature writers so on and so forth today when you make the list it more about it also it has sub pointers of also having influencers content creators content curators and so on and so forth right there are so many levels of influencers as well mm-hmm. so i think yeah the the shift has been massive and today it's uh, not just about b2c it's a lot about c2c as well because the word of mouth 
the whole belief on reviews and people's experiences like think of the concept of simple unboxing right like mm-hmm. they made it so aspirational oh uh, you, you get a brand and you're unboxing and then you're taking a video of it but at the end of the day it has a huge purpose so yeah. i i don't remember any of that existed when i entered the communication industry so probably until last four years or three years these kind, kind of concepts are pretty new at the same time you know today feedback is prompt you cannot shy away did a mistake you did it you cannot hide it that's the one of the biggest one every move is being watched and that's the reason it is all the more important to be honest truthful you cannot have another personality and show another i'll tell you one of my teammates once told me and now i've been for last few months i've been a little less active on my own instagram but at one point in time for a longer period of time i was very active on my instagram and i was doing a lot of videos on and so forth so one of my colleagues said that you know nia i have realized when you're not picking on certain subjects people don't know what are the areas that you really are passionate about and not just about art paints music not just about that about social issues about things which are happening around you so these things were not as prominent in fact leaders were asked to keep it hush a decade back but today these kind of changes have observed and i think it's usually appreciate the fact that today people want to see the real you and there's a human factor in everything that you do absolutely with the explosion that has happened in terms of mediums of communication the reasons for accountability have increased while visibility has increased so has accountability but you can we delve a little bit into the shift in human behavior that has become more involved post the pandemic in some cases and evolved in others and maybe some still have a long way to go have you seen any behavioral shift that concerns you especially in the field of communication i think there have been a lot of shift as such but i will want to talk again about the human factor the empathy i think that is one thing inclusiveness and empathy these are two things that the brands not just brands i mean even individuals on an individual pr level and positioning level you see these are the two elements that have really taken the center stage and to quote it or for example i mean i again don't remember concepts like chai pe charcha or coffee table conversations that happens within organizations today today you know leaders are expected to have one to one conversations once a week or once in 15 days with every employee depending on of course employee strength to and something as basic as okay you get your coffee i get my coffee let's talk this is something which did not happen initially so from pr perspective from even the cultural shift that we are seeing in today's time i think being emotionally available empathy emotional intelligence these are some of the important changes that i have seen catching up and of course in the west diversity and inclusion emotional intelligence these are the concepts that we saw i mean i saw almost 12 years back catching up already and and that was the time when you know, the industry started talking about and i'm not just talking about communication and pr but also lnd industry started yeah. talking about that hey you know these are the new concepts and let's do train the trainer because this is what is going to catch up and that's exactly what happened everything comes to india almost within 5 years 6 years of a span so this is something which i have been observing and this is evolved something which i am still fearful of and uh, is the lack of face to face conversations and face to face conversations language being replaced by emoticons and this is something as basic as i have been observing with my own cousins 
they choose to talk less and express more in emoticons and i don't really know what's going on in their mind <laughs> you know <laughs> after all emoticons are not as much as the the syllables in our language right so yeah <laughs> interesting changes you know <laughs> well i do hope the art of writing and reading still sticks around you have created a very interesting tangent from being in the field of communication to leadership training and development where you are how do you feel this particular field that you've created this niche that you've created you know the pr field can benefit from it how can they benefit from it i like the way you you're trying to infuse the aspect of pr bit but i would like to still keep it to a human bit of it right because at the end of the day whoever you are whatever you are and all the more as pr we deal with certain things certain behaviors much more than anyone else for example stress for example right. performance pressure agility in today's time pr has really seen a shift when it comes to agility to be able to have assertive communication so emotional intelligence again when you are dealing with such high energy environment while on one hand it's amazing to be a part of that environment on the other hand you really crumble if you're not prepared for it and unfortunately and i would like to say this that the pr industry has still not taken up training and development as much as they should for their employees they still feel that you know, mentorship and guidance and environment is more than enough to be able to train their respective individuals and i'm not talking about senior leaders senior leaders are being sent to some of the finest training platforms to get trained but coming back to the same thing that expecting the senior leaders to be able to effectively pass on the same thing to the middle level managers middle level staff employees is still lagging behind so i would through this i would want to say that it's important and it should happen but on the other hand i think when i just talked about the skills that are lacking or that are important in this industry training and development does exactly that now the only difference is that when we train a pr and communication professional we try to make sure that the trainer who goes for the respective training is experienced enough to be able to bring those right environment examples for the pr industry professionals to be able to relate to it's far more helpful and it is it's must it should happen it's definitely important so coming to the pr industry we rely on effective communication for our bread and butter can you help our audience identify today and understand the top five mistakes that they should avoid to ensure that their communication is effective <laughs> you know one of the reasons i'm laughing is because i read your linkedin recent linkedin post and the way you've expressed it i think that should exactly be the answer for this question <laughs> i mean i was so amazed to see how beautifully you have you've expressed that whole you know in a <laughs> look like a little story and it made so much sense so i think taking a cue from there my first point and i totally agree to that would be not succumbing to the pressure of a prospective client or an existing client i think that's one of the biggest mistake most of the pr professionals do and mostly middle management like you rightly mentioned a while back so that's one because that that digs a hole in your self esteem and at the same time it it makes you question your own communication so going blinking it back to assertive communication so i think that's number one and again take kudos for your article and whoever has not read it should read it it's amazing <laughs> takes me back to my uh, my corporate days when i was the client and i used to write briefs to agencies 
won't deny that <laughs> now number 2 in my opinion is not finding actual usps or not finding enough uh, or or rather let's say creating linear content wherein you are not able to find various different aspects of the product or service the whatever you are trying to pitch to that and unfortunately i mean i can quote this that there was a time in my career when i was asked to create 150 stories this was during the launch of one of the hotels that i was doing so before pre preparation part of pre preparation so i was asked to draft 150 usp or content pieces which i could keep sending to the media in the next 6 months so that we are always on top of the game but it, they did not understand the fact that it's not about 150 it's about 15 but you really create those things and talk about it and create multiple top pr points the head points so this is one of the things which i feel pr professionals do not realize don't just hype up everything that's my number 3 it's not about hyping all your messages not all press releases have to have the best of the vocabulary and the oh this is the best please stop using these words <laughs> nothing is best in today's time like karan johar recently mentioned in his interview with anupama chopra that the time for stardom is gone and it's now more about the actors and and the artists and the similarly the time for all this swanky language is gone it's more about realistic language more about relatability so be that i think I'm not really counting how many have I said, but I think next one, which is very important, is trying to erase your mistakes. Now I'll give you an example. Most recently, and this is one of the other companies that we have. That's the main company, and so this is into branding and marketing and all. That. So one of the very IT giant. Okay, so they recently called up and they said that there is this one person responding to one of our leaders' uh, post on LinkedIn, and can you please? hide all the messages that he has been putting and this is not a pr company that i'm talking about they're a branding and advertising company so they did it because that's what they were supposed to do but when i got to know about it the very first thing i said that you cannot do this this is like leaving a customer on a customer call hanging on a customer call or just hanging up on a customer so this is one thing you cannot do you should not be erasing anything that does not go your way in fact find out that's one of the kind of crisis communication plan that you should have ready so the two more would be my most favorite and also now that i'm a part of the lnd industry the most important would be emotional intelligence having the empathy the eq factor in you for example when you are calling up a certain journalist or having or trying to find out what exactly is happening out there and or or just as simple as finding the status of your release it's a lot more about understanding what could be the environment the person is in or taking a step forward toward being empathetic it's no more the same world that we were living in today a lot of things have changed and even journalists have a lot to prove on not just one form of media so many different so have that emotional intelligence in you when you are doing this and you need to practice it it does not come naturally words wise it looks simple but it, it does not come naturally the last one for me would be the art of engaging conversation because like i was saying a while back right that emoticons the journalist fraternity still does not believe in emoticons so you cannot rely on that to be able to strike a conversation beyond press releases to be able to understand and this is not new we've been this is the yeah. basic this is the core 
of public relations right so please start re-exercising all of those things which determine the human element in the public relations the public element you know like they say so yeah these would be my five very sane advice neha thank you for sharing that before we wrap up we have a quick rapid fire for you one communication skill that you think will never die out absolutely emotional intelligence right on top awesome and one communication skill that you want to see die out this year i think non assertiveness to be able to hold your grounds awesome and your life advice for the pr industry no although my life has just started and i'm forever young <laughs> i think i'll bring it back to the human factor try to understand that pr is less of technology and press releases or all the material that you collect it is more about relationships more about connections keeping up empathy human element emotional intelligence inclusivity also always be well read that's the most important it is never going to die out actually i should have said it earlier but let me say it now never going to die out well read well read be very well read absolutely i second that thank you so much for joining us neha really appreciate your time my pleasure thank you so much tarun and lovely to be here on your show thanks thank you neha So that was Neha Mishra speaking to us about communication mistakes to avoid. Before we wind up, I will take a moment to give a shout out to the good folks at PRPOI for making this happen. We will see you again in the next episode with another intriguing conversation from the world of communication and media. Stay tuned.